Judges chapter 6. Hope you're having a great week. Thank you for being in prayer meeting. Thank you for being an encouragement to the church. We have a good church. Judges chapter 6. Judges can be a little depressing, but it, I don't think it's meant to be. It's just, uh, it's a little bit of a roller coaster ride. It says, And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. Now, we just, we just came off a, we just came off a glorious song, right? Uh, Barak and Deborah, they sang that song, and it was all about what God had done and using his people. A glorious song. And now we see uh, back into grievous sin here. Um, the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord. And, uh, well, they did have rest for 40 years. They had rest for 40 years, it says in the verse before that. And so there was a good, there was a good reprieve. Um, You know those times in your life where you, you just know that you're in, a, you're in a good place with your walk with the Lord? That is a peaceful place, isn't it? That is a very, it's a very restful place. Um, doesn't mean that there might not be turmoil going on you know, around you or close to you, but when you're, uh, when you're at peace with the Lord, that is the, that's the sweet spot of life. And when you don't sustain that, when I don't sustain it, through my choices, you know, it's, 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 it's hard to, uh, to explain why, why we would do that. I mean, when we recall what a great place that was to be, why do we squander that? Probably one of the greatest words in the Bible is that word rest. You folk like rest? <laughs> Don't fall too deeply into rest right now. But <laughs> um, yeah, rest is a wonderful word, isn't it? Physical rest is nice. It's really a, it's a it's a picture of the greater rest, though, that we have in God. Uh, you know, spiritual rest. And uh, you'll never you'll never totally know that rest until you discover God's plan for you. I mean, until you have, a, you have that eternal relationship with Him, you have a personal relationship with Him, and uh, you know, you're responding to the Holy Spirit in your life. Um, you know, that's, that's where, where the purpose and meaning of life is found. And we looked at Sunday school last week, you know, that question, what is, what is your life? <laughs> what is thy life? And it goes on to say, well, it's just a vapor, you know, that's here today and tomorrow's gone. And, and uh, the, the emphasis there was partially on the brevity of life. But then there, a lot of that passage also was, you know, finding that your life really is about God's will for your life. And learning to, to say, um, you know, God willing. In other words, I'm acknowledging God in my life right now. Whatever the will of God is for me, that's what I, what I want for, 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 for my life right now. And... Uh, that was a time of, of great rest when those times came, you know, for God's people. But then 
they'd go back to that old self-will and pride and justifying wrongdoing and, you know, idolatry. All the things that you probably look at in the Old Testament, you think those are ancient things and those are, those are uh, issues of the Old Testament. But if you take a closer look at life today, we have the same issues going on. You know, idolatry, it might, just, it might be dressed up a little differently in our, in our culture than it was then, but it's, it's, it's just as prevalent, maybe more now than ever. You know, the things that people look to for security and for fulfillment, really to take the place of, of a relationship with the Creator in their life. And, and uh, those things, they, they, can't, they can't, you know, they, they can never bring fulfillment and uh, they can never do what God does. But it says, And the children of Israel did evil in the sight of the Lord, and the Lord delivered them into the hand of Midian seven years. So, again, the pattern here, God says, okay, well, you know, I mean, if you're going to go this road again, what's the definition of insanity? Remember that one? Right, it's like, uh, right, right, doing, doing the same thing, doing the same thing as you did before, or that, that a million other people have done before you, you know, or has been done a whole bunch of times and, ex and expecting different results this time. And there's certain laws that are just kind of in place, you know, that we can't get around. And people tend to think, well, you know, I'm an exception to the rule, or our generation is going to beat the system here. We're going to be an exception to the rule. But it was the same thing, and and, and here, you know, God said, okay, you know, I mean, go ahead, go, go ahead. I mean, you know, I'm not going to, I'm, I'm not going to stand in your way, like, totally, but I will send a people that, that I'll use, <laughs> I'll send some circumstances that I'll use to try to get your attention back, because I, I love you, and, and I want you to get back to that rest. Well, sometimes, you know, we, we don't come to that, back to that easily. Uh, God has to put some things, you know, in, in play to get us to pay attention again. Because if, if, we, go, if we go down a road that's, that's self-destructive and there's nothing there that thumps us along the way, you know, that tries to get, get our attention back to where it needs to be, you know, we're just going to go headlong into that and Sometimes, you know, I mean, there's, a, there's kind of a perpetuation of, of uh, a feeling and of uh, seeming, you know, satisfaction. Uh, there's there's, a, there's a, the sin that gives, it, it, is, it is fun, you know, it is enjoyable for, for a season. And I think we should be grateful that, many, if that season isn't prolonged too much because, what does sin do? Well, the Bible says that the wages of sin is death. And so sin is deadening. And it's, look, it's a lot better to put your, if you, if you do put your hand on the hot stove, it's a lot better that you feel pain and you draw back than the things to be deadened to the point where you just, you know, you just barbecue your whole hand. Right? And so pain, in a sense, you don't think of it as this, but it's a blessing. 
you got you got some pain going on. You got to get that checked out and see you know what's 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 causing that, and hopefully get to the root of it and, and rectify that, right? Well, the Midianites they were they were pains. <laughs> um, they were actually they had been a pain before, and, and they hadn't totally been dealt with. It's kind of like you know pain shows that something's wrong, and, it, and there's a surgery that doesn't get it all. And Moses had attempted to do surgery. Uh, back in book book of Numbers, I think it was chapter thirty one, verses one to eighteen, something like that. I think I have it in my yeah, Numbers chapter thirty one, and uh, and and so what what happened there was they weren't dealt with totally. It was one of those things where they were it was sort of dealt with but not thoroughly, and and so now the the problem's still hanging around all these years later, right? The Midianites. Um, and who do you think of, you know, what, 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 uh, famous Bible character do you think of when you think of the Midianites? Gideon. Yeah, Gideon. And we'll get to Gideon. Not tonight, though. But, uh, maybe this will explain a little bit about what Gideon was up to. Remember that when, when the angel came and said to Gideon, uh, thou mighty man of, bar, of, of valor, well, there's different, uh, there's different thoughts about that. Some people think the angel is being sarcastic, you know. Aren't you the brave one? Um, some people think, well, you know, the angel knew that ultimately he was going to be a man of valor, but he wasn't yet. I don't know. I think that the angel was saying he was a man of valor. Uh, but that's just, that's, that's, that's my, that's why I fall. But let's look at it here. It says, and the hand of Midian prevailed against Israel. Isn't that sad? They never should have prevailed against Israel. They never should have been on the same page as Israel. God's people, you know, the one that, 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 that presumably um, followed the one true almighty God of the universe. You tell me Midian is prevailing against them? But God allowed that. God allowed that pain there. Um, sometimes you got to feel the pain, <laughs> right? And, uh, and because of the Midianites, the children of Israel made them dens, which are in the mountains and caves and strongholds. And so you have would-be God's people here that are, you know, they're, 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 they're holding up. Instead of being out there occupying, right? Holding the ground, standing strong, Saying we stand with God. We've got to do what's right because we, you know, we serve Him. He stands with us. Like all those men of faith, bold as lions, not to be deterred. Instead, you find them, you know, um, like a hibernating animal or a hiding, cowering um, animal. And you say, well, you know, that. Uh, I can't see us ever being like that. Well, I don't know. You know, when, um, when the world gets a hold of people, they, they do, do a lot of strange things. Uh, sometimes Christians are neutralized and, you know, they get, they, get in a, they get in a hole of their own making and kind of get burrowed in there and don't seem like they're ever going to come out. Uh, sometimes we get... Uh, <laughs> I was gonna. I'm, I'm. I'm preaching to the teens a little later. I'm gonna use the same passage, and I don't know. Sometimes you know, we get we get we get burrowed in with the things that the devil 
wants us to be distracted by, instead of being Christians that are, that are vibrant and alert and looking at our situation to see what we can do for God, you know, we're holed up in some, you know, some, some, uh, some worldly device that's captured our imagination and, and our, our, uh, our attention. Um, and we just get, we get deadened, you know. We get deadened by the, by the world. We just kind of get neutralized in our effectiveness by, by, by gadgets and by, uh, by, by things that the, that the devil just has us kind of just get into and, and burrow into there and be ineffective. But uh, here they, they, were, they, were, they were fearful and they weren't, they weren't uh, living boldly for God. They were hiding. And this is what the Midianites would do. It says in verse 3, it says, And so it was when Israel had sown that the Midianites came up. And so what happened was, the Midianites, they were, they were smart. They waited for the Israelites to do all the work in the fields, to get all the crop ready. And that's when they made their move. You know, got them all scurrying up to, you know, hiding out. And... Uh, and then they just took over the, uh, the fields and got all the bounty from it. All right? So think of that, about that a little bit. When you, you had most people that were, had, had ran away and just left, their, left that, all that ground for the enemy. And then you had Gideon that was, was still trying to, to work and, and get some productivity out of it. I don't know. Was he, was he the one that was the big coward? I'm not sure about that. We'll look a little more at that next time. But, um, so that's how it says that, that that was their strategy. And uh, the Amalekites, the children of the East, even they, they came up against them as well. So they had, some, um, they had some allies in that. And they encamped against them and destroyed the increase of the earth till they'll come unto Gaza and left no uh, sustenance for Israel, neither sheep nor ox nor ass. For they came up with their cattle and their tents and they came as grasshoppers for multitude. Uh, for both day and and so the enemy was emboldened here, right? For forty years they, they didn't dare make their move, but but you had a people that were they were weakened by sin. You know God's people were weakened by sin, and that emboldened the enemy. And the enemy started to take ground, and then all of a sudden, you know, oh there was a, there was a whole host of the enemy that was emboldened, right? It's like it's like a swarm of grasshoppers now. You ever seen those depictions of the plagues of uh, locusts? You know, well, they'll have like a few little locusts hopping in. It won't seem like that big of a deal. Then all of a sudden it'll be, you know, just like humming with, it'll just be everywhere. And that's kind of what it was like here when the enemy was, was emboldened. What a, what, a, what a sad, tragic thing to see this happening to God's people. Uh, and uh, they entered into the land to destroy it. And so we see there that the enemy was devious and the enemy was destructive. And that's the same today, isn't it? That's the same today. And this is a phrase that I just wanted to finish with here uh, and just maybe think about it, you know, a little bit just by way of application, by way of, uh, of, of warning and, and uh, just the serious nature of it. It says in verse 6, And Israel was greatly, what's the next word? Impoverished. Impoverished. Israel was greatly impoverished. And that just means that they became, they became poor. They were defeated. 
They were discouraged. They were depleted. Isn't that what sin does, though? Isn't that what sin does? Um, for God's people, for Israel, who had the inside track to the riches that are found in God. You know, as Christians today, we, we, we have all the, the riches available to us that can be found in Jesus Christ. You know, we have access to all those riches in Christ Jesus. But yet, we're so prone to turning to, you know, the trinkets that, that deaden our, our Christian walk. You know, things that allure us for some reason. Things that would never, that would never um, stand up in value to the, to the riches that we have in Jesus Christ. And it says there that Israel was greatly in, impoverished. And so, think about what people's lives become like when they're, when they're depleted spiritually. Think about where that takes people. Think about what we lose when we go down that road. You know, Christians are supposed to be conquerors. We're supposed to be vibrant. We're meant to be alive. We're meant to live life with zest and with energy and with enthusiasm. And it is discouraging sometimes to see how many times, you know, Christians are instead living very depleted, discouraged, defeated um, lives, even as, as believers. Uh, it doesn't have to be that way. It doesn't have to be that way. And, uh, and God, God is, has a plan here to help them with this. And that's kind of like the, what the book of Judges shows us. You know, kind of this, this, uh, this cycle of losing out on the rest, God bringing, you know, that pain that, that brings them to, to that place of dealing with it. And then, and then uh, a process through which he uses you know, individuals. He uses, he's going to use a prophet uh, coming up in this passage here. And then he's going to use just a man who, who could be a leader. Who, uh, you know, if, if he trusted God, uh, could be a leader. And he's going to use Gideon. Um, but, you know, it's going to take some time now to get back. It's gonna, there's going to be a process to this. Uh, there's going to have to be some things that are going to be dealt with. And, uh, and so a sense, in a sense, you know, getting back to, to, that, to that great place with God, it, it, does, it can just be, in a sense, you know, that, that decision to do that. But there's usually a little more to it than that as well. There's usually going to be a little bit of a process you know, to have to deal with now with Midian that's kind of come in and taken some residence there, right? <laughs> uh, hey, it's better if Midian doesn't get, get on the property at all. That's better. But if Midian is there, God does have a way of dealing with that to, you know, to, to, to get things sorted out. 
And uh, so God has the answers for people's, people's lives, uh, for the things that they're, they're battling, for the things that they're dealing with. Think about that this week, you know. Israel was greatly impoverished because of the, Min, uh, the Midianites. Just, uh, just think about that a little bit. And uh, make that a matter of uh, a vigilance in your life and, and uh, a matter of, of uh, you know, making sure you got the armor of God on, I guess. So, uh, there, so. Lord, thank you for your